Welcome, family. Good evening. Good evening, Grandpa. Rampant fornication, adultery, abortion, flagrant sexuality in every corner of media, movies, TV, etc. Schools, malls, books, clothes, toys, music, everywhere. Everywhere. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, and the Red State USA Tour begins this Saturday. March 5th, Radio City Music Hall. Come on out, man. Uh, and right after that, March 6th, we go to Wilbur Theater in Boston. March 8th, the Harris Theater in Chicago. March 9th, the State Theater in Minneapolis. March 10th, the Michigan Theater in Ann Arbor. March 11th, uh, Clues Hall in Indianapolis, Indiana. March 12th, the Midland Theater in Kansas City. March 14th, the Clark State Pack Center in Springfield, Ohio, on March 15th, the Warner Theater in Washington, D.C. Man, after that, we'll roll out to the Paramount in Denver, McAllister Auditorium in New Orleans, the Paramount Theater in Austin, Cobb Energy Center in Atlanta, Marion Oliver McCall Hall in Seattle, and the Wiltern Theater April 9th wraps up our tour here in Los Angeles. Come on out and see us. Tickets are at coopersdale.com. That'll lead you to any of the theaters where you can buy your tickets. Or if you want to win some tickets to a Red State screening near you or win a post-show meet and greet, just simply text the word STATE, S-T-A-T-E, to 877-877. Standard texting rate supply. And you could win some cool stuff. So Red State USA, the tour is beginning, man. Come out and see the movie. See me afterwards. I'm going to do some Q&A. We'll have a good time. 90 minutes of movie, 90 minutes at least of Q&A, three hours of pure entertainment. Come on out once in a lifetime experience, man. A Red State coming to you this week, March 5th, starting at Radio City Music Hall. Gonna get grown up in here. Hi, I'm Kevin Smith, and on May 9th, we're gonna launch Sir Smodcast Internet Radio. It's gonna be an embedded live radio station right at smodcast.com, and you're gonna be able to listen to Smodcast like you would any other radio station. Turn it on, there's gonna be something happening. It's no longer downloading. I mean, you could do that too. We'll always have on demand shows for downloading, but you jump right on and just listen to us live. Call in, Skype in, be involved in the show. That's right, we're going to do four original hours of morning radio programming. From 8 till 10, it's going to be this morning with Kevin Jen, as me and Jen kind of doing a plus one type of daily show. And then from noon till 2, it's going to be me and Jason Muse doing Jay and Silent Bob Get Jobs. But the only way we could do any of this is with the help of our good friends and partners at Stitcher. Stitcher, you've heard about it before. It's kind of like Pandora for podcasts, if you will. These cats are fantastic. They stream podcasts right there on your phone rather than listening to it or downloading it. You could be in your car driving to work. I don't want to listen to this morning radio. You hit your Stitcher app, man. Boom. You're listening to Smodcast morning radio this morning show. Or you're just streaming one of the many podcasts from our vast catalog or one that just went up that morning, man. Right on your iPhone, your Android phone, your BlackBerry and Pre. These guys are fantastic. Their app is amazing. And now they've partnered up with us to bring you Sir. These cats are going to be hosting the mobile version of the embedded radio station. So at smodcast.com, you'll be able to hear us on your computer, on your laptop, on a landline. But when you're on your phone or your mobile device of any sort, Stitcher is going to be our home, man. So Stitcher's our partner. Show Stitcher how much you love them. Go download their free app, man. It's free. That's the weird thing. They're not charging anything for this app. This app's going to cost you absolutely nothing. And the only thing you have to do for it is download it. But you can do me a favor while you're doing that at the registration point. 
Enter the promo code SMOD. You'll see a little thing that says, have a promo code? Tap here or something like that. Enter S-M-O-D. And what's going to happen at that point is you're going to be, A, entered to win $250 worth of stash, uh, Jay and Silent Bob's secret stash merchandise, or smerchandise, as we call it over at SMODcast. $250. You go shop your full head off. But more importantly, by using that promo code, you're showing them how strong the SMODcast audience is and that this is a worthwhile endeavor to open up that stream and build it and house it for us. Show them your thanks live fresh content it's gonna be the bomb and these cats are responsible go to stitcher.com slash smod and start the process man stitcher is the future and the future of smodcast network is sir smodcast internet radio matt what are we doing on the moon we're just hanging out on the moon that's I, cool i invited you here because i wanted to ask you a question i weigh 78 pounds on the moon i know dude you're looking svelte and i weigh negative 50 yeah i'm not even like i'm i'm a, i'm a black hole Watch, hey, put your arm through me. I'm putting my fist through you. Uh-oh, that's for another show entirely. Brendo, we're here doing a podcast on the moon. And you know what? Like, I love your company and everything. And, like, it's fun to hit this golf ball around. But I get bored, man. Mm-hmm. I'm bored. I'm sorry. I'm fucking bored, Brendo. What are you going to do? <sighs> I wish I had comic books to read. But me too. There's no store on the moon, is there? I don't think so. I, neither do I. I've looked around. There's hey, but an, you have a trusty computer with you. There's nothing on this motherfucker. Well, I do, because obviously... We the, get Wi-Fi here. There's Wi-Fi on the moon. Sure, there's no comic book stores, but there's Wi-Fi. Um, let me just open this up real quick. What can I do to not be bored? Porno. I don't know. You're kind of close. That would be weird. Uh, I can go behind this moon rock here. Mm, maybe later. Let me see what else we could do. I could read Wikipedia articles about interesting animals. That's always fun. Ooh, an echidna. No, I've read that one before. You know what? I just figured out the perfect solution for my moon boredom. Comic books. I love them. I want to read them right now on the moon. Sweet, me too. You know how I'm going to do that? How are you going to do that? I'm going to go to goldenapplecomics.com. Sweet. You know you know about Golden Apple Comics, right? Oh, totally. That's that comic book store in serving Hollywood for over 35 years. The most elite comic book store in the world, Brendo, and the official sponsors of that program, Bagged and Boarded, we love so much. Yeah, that's a pretty cool It's a pretty thing. cool show. So I'm going to go to GoldenAppleComics.com, and I'm, I'm, I'm bored. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get a bunch of Justice League trades. You know what? I love the Justice League. I want to read them right. I want to read them whenever I want. Make it my way. You know what I mean? It's like... It's like McDonald's or Burger King. I want to read a Justice League book. I should be able to read a Justice League book, even if I'm on the moon. And Golden Apple Comics allows me to do so. You Folks, you don't have to be in L.A. to enjoy the, the splendors of Golden Apple Comics. You could be anywhere, because if you go to goldenapplecomics.com, you can order stuff online and have it delivered to your house or, That's amazing. or the moon. That's right. Golden Apple Comics delivers to the moon. And if you don't believe me, go to the moon and try to buy something there. Try, prove me wrong, please. I'm giving you the opportunity. Until you go to the moon and try to order something to the moon, I don't want to hear that you can't, okay? Be a doer, not a sayer, all right? Folks, go where the fucking puck is going, not where it's been. And right now, the puck is going to the moon with Golden Apple Comics. Brendo? I like it, too. He likes it, too. GoldenAppleComics.com. Check him out. Because I'm a fucking dog. My comic book collection gives me an erection. What?
begged and boarded. Jesse watch lots of movies, get mad ladies, smoke mad doobies, bet and board it, it's a way in life, tell your friend, tell your mom, tell your hoe, tell your wife, coming at you on a weekly basis, kicking up pod for your sexy faces, these are two free geeks you want to bone, in the secret podcast bunker all alone, on the internet we be the top crooks, we got issues and we don't need funny books, homie Jimmy Moore and the dinos are chilling, me and JR we got the top villain, sit down, relax and yo and take a seat, get ready for the top podcast, do all the grief, others spit loud but I can spit faster, I'm Matt Cohen, I'm the Geek Master. I got everything you could possibly want in it. An hour of us in the Brento minute. I'm a little laid back and he's making a maniacal. We just talking shit. Who said the show was viable? Walking in the door, smoking that Jimmy Moore. You're listening from Alabama, all the way to Singapore. We're just two weeks and that's the topic of discussion. Had each other's folks on the green, on nothing. Quick stop at night, turns storming like a typhoon. It's not right, it's wrong. It's taking lots of bonkers. We're teaching every show, everyone celebrates. Cause we got comics, movies, and a little penetration. I regret every episode as soon as it's recorded. Cause I'm down to earth and matters out of orbit. We're not quite Right, our thoughts are distorted. So now we present to you another bag of boarders. Bagged and boarded, 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 bagged and boarded. Yeah. And what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? I am Matt Cohen, and welcome to. I mean, I want to say a special bagged and boarded, but I feel like that's underselling it. How about this? This is what the Mayans predicted in 2012, but they were a year off, and it was about this podcast and not the end of the world. And it wasn't the end of the world, it was the beginning of the world. So basically, the Mayans were fucking idiots. Like, you know how they're always like, you know, oh, that, that old ancient kind of wiz- tribal wisdom? It's bullshit, because they were way off. Uh, what the, the Mayan templates, tablets, whatever you want to call them, because it doesn't matter. You shouldn't pay them any respect, because they were so wrong. Basically... The world has been coming to this day, and and I am proud to proud to be here. Um, I don't know if you folks read the blog I put up on CamelToadProductions.com the other day, but this is officially bagged and boarded version 3.0. Uh, there's some big changes in store, and uh, we're gonna take today as an opportunity to share them with y'all. Um, and honestly, you want to know the real inspiration for this? I don't think it's just, it's gonna surprise anyone. Charlie Sheen, I like I saw Charlie Sheen, and I saw how much he was winning. And I, I was like, holy shit, I think I have tiger blood inside of me. Like, I'm not sure. But, but he put that, he planted the seed of the idea that I might have some fucking tiger blood in me. And, uh, and I wanted to explore that further. Maybe I could be a, a Vatican warlock assassin. Just tons of shit. Charlie, Charlie taught me to win, and I'm here to win. And to join me in this winningness that I speak of is a, a blast from the fucking past. You know him and love him. Most of you have had sex with him. If you're um, chicks between the age of like 18 and 19 in fucking Alabama and you like pizza dudes, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to Bagged and Boarded. Uh, my hetero uh, life mate, except he quit the show, so he's just hetero, I guess. Jesse Rivers, what's up, dude? What's going on, man? I didn't quit the show. I guess you, I didn't, you didn't quit the show. I drop out. You quit California. <laughs> yeah. How am I sounding, yes, sir? We're trying a new setup tonight. We haven't done an episode like this in a while. I'm sounding clear and good. You sound sound good to oh, me. Oh, awesome, dude. Um, what's going on, man? Welcome back to the show that you started. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, how you Appreciate been, bro? People have been clamoring for your fucking for your return. Like I, I've I've been seeing that, and it's it's much appreciated. Like there's three I, camps I, on. Feel all warm there's three camps on the internet. Like those who want Donald Glover to be Spider Man. Uh, those who want them to bring back, bring back freaks and geeks, and then the Jesse Rivers enthusiasts, man, like that's all you ever hear. 
chat rooms, message boards across the land. Um, welcome back, dude. Uh, where where have you been? For the people who don't know, I've been in Alabama. I've I've I've, I've been by winning. That's I've, it. I've been. It sounds like fucking try winning if you're in Alabama, dude. Because everyone knows Alabama. <laughs> they write songs about that place. They call it's a sweet home. I mean, it says it right there. It is. The song is. isn't, I, I like the song that song. isn't called "Shitty Place Alabama." You know what I mean? They sell it. But who would write a song like? Is there a song? Is there any song about any place that's not good? Ah, uh, Weird Al Yankovic. Like, is there a song where people talk? Yeah, Weird Al. Does he talk bad about something? No, but I'm like weird. You said who would write sh- "Shitty Place Alabama"? Weird Al Yankovic. No, I'm saying, is there an actual song where somebody talks bad about a place? Um. I loathe L.A. It was a Mr. Show spoof of the Randy Newman song. Yeah, that doesn't count. I mean, are there songs where people talk shit about a place? I don't know. Probably. Like, there's, I'm sure there's a song about how horrible New York is, but they're not popular. <laughs> I'd sing an entire sub, <laughs> sub-genre of music. Like, people have to hate everywhere. <laughs> um, welcome back to the show, dude. Uh, so you fucking, you've been in Alabama. What have you been up to for the people inquiring i keep getting like how's jesse what's going on with jesse like what's the mystery story behind jesse rivers sum it up holmes well real quickly uh <laughs> well you know <laughs> i mean I, I had to come back you know for financial reasons i got you know single uh and i'm really just now trying to you know get back on my feet i just got my own place again and shit but Right on it's, it, and I, cool, dig, you know? I dig the wallpaper always, too, people's man. People's always trying to bring me down. They can't do it. What's that? Yeah, no, I mean, dude, yeah, you're winning. You're by winning, bro. Like you have, you have the fucking blood of a tiger. <laughs> people don't know. People don't know. I do. I, I, I bring it. You're on a drug. It's called Jesse Rivers. It's, and it's really boring. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, so, uh, no, dude, well, you were here. Dude, with, I, I, I know we're joking about that, but seriously, what's up? Yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry, for cutting each other off. I was still talking about the Charlie Sheen thing. I, I, I was completely blown away that one of his live-in girlfriends is Brie Olson. Here's the thing that blows me away about the Brie Olson thing, and you'll cop to this. Out of everything crazy that Charlie Sheen has done, putting his dick inside of Brie Olson is by far the craziest. <laughs> that chick fucks. She's the chick who's like, I just had the tenth, my tenth load in me for the day. And I, I love it when, like, dudes marinate inside of, like, she's the single, the most disgusting human being on the planet, and I like chicks. But don't they have to get checked at some point? I don't know, like man. every two She, But months? she has way too much sex off of, like, Twitter. She's way too into dudes coming in her. That's all I ever see from that chick. Maybe her tubes are tied. I don't know, man. Maybe it fucking... She, she's only 22 also. How weird. I didn't realize that. Dude, he fucked, I didn't know that he fucked Casey Jordan. He's hitting up, like, all my favorite porn stars. Yeah. <laughs> Bastard. He is fucking winning, man. And that's what we're going to do with this show. We're going to be winning. Uh, we, we are going to be winning. Um, there's some big sh- change-ups, Jerome. Some sh- I heard. Some shake-ups going down, dude, inspired by Mr. Sheen himself. Um, and the first shake-up is... Hold on one sec. Sorry, dude. The machine was outside, and I was like, Chaz... I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> I'm doing a podcast right now. I know you want to go win with me. I want to win with you, but it's got to wait. It's got to wait like an hour. I, I apologize. It's it, it's okay. Charlie, I, I would love to be Charlie Sheen's best friend. Uh, well, so would I. Well, here's the thing, dude. I, 
Yeah, like there's nothing bad. Okay, the the bad things about this situation are the following: the proximity to his children that this stuff is going yes. on. Yes, completely agree. Yeah, and uh, that's really all I could think about. Like, if the dude wants to self, <laughs> if the dude wants to self destruct, let him. Like, he's fucking. Aw- he's not Mel Gibson. He's just awesome. Well, and like, yes, yeah, the only I person feel, he's hurting is himself. I feel bad in the sense that, yes, I'm one of the assholes feeding into this whole fucking Charlie Sheen thing. Charlie Sheen is my hero. That's ridiculous. He's a drug addict, sex deviant guy. But he's fucking fantastic, dude. Like, I've never seen, like, whatever happened to that dude's brain freed up some kind of amazing. He's one of my <laughs> favorite people. to. He just joined a list of, like, old school Mike Tyson and Charlie Manson as, like, my favorite people to listen to on the planet. But it, it's—I I thought he had to have been on drugs. No, yeah, say. yeah, he is on a drug. It's called Charlie Sheen. <laughs> and if you take it, it's not on the market, Jesse. Because if you take it, you'll die, and your face will melt off, and your children will weep at your exploded corpse. So what he left out is, I guess, after your face melts off, your corpse explodes. <laughs> it's a crazy drug, that Charlie Sheen, man. He talks him off the wall, shit, man. But um, uh, uh, but the, the but, changes. But but do you do you what do you feel about that whole feeding into it thing, though? Well, I, are we causing I mean, are we causing a man to self destruct? Like, are, do you think all this? I don't know. He was doing it before. Exactly. All this attention is not going to fucking change shit. All he's doing right now is like fucking smoking crack and watching Apocalypse Now and fucking porn stars. <laughs> like the fact that he's obsessed with Apocalypse Now is kind of weird now. Why do you think he's obsessed with Apocalypse Now? Oh, have you not been watching every single interview? That's all he talks about. All, now. I, all I watched was the 2020. Oh no, dude! I've seen every. I've I've read every. I've seen and heard everything Charlie Sheen has done and said in the last two weeks. He all he does now is watch Apocalypse Now on on loop because he's Kurtz and he's also Willard. He's every character except the gimpy guy in the beginning. He says, like he he just got a tattoo. He just got the Duval tattoo. Whatever Duval's death card was. Really? He just got that tattooed on his arm. He's obsessed with Apocalypse now. He keeps talking. That's kind of strange. That's his dad. I mean, if you extrapolate, I'm sure him and his dad don't have an amazing relationship right now. So maybe that's his way. That's why I'm a little. Trying to connect with his dad. You know what I mean? He also watches a shitload of Repo Men. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hilarity. Um. Nah, dude, but, but speaking of Charlie and, and winning, uh, and, and just fucking, you know what, there are lessons to be, like, there are lessons to be rolled from Charles Manson, there are lessons to be learned from Mike Tyson. You know? Yes. There are also lessons to be learned from, speaking of Mike Tyson, are you gonna watch his new Animal Planet show next week? I didn't know the dude had an Animal Planet show. Yeah, it's show. a reality show where he, tra- where he trains pigeons to race. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did he's, read he's about that. He's big into pigeons, man. Yeah. He likes But pig- no, I won't be watching it. Alright, you're a fool. Um, and now Charlie Sheen, but what Charlie Sheen is doing is going with whatever happens. He's like, you want me to get sober? Okay, I'm sober. I fucking did it in my mind with magic in a minute. <laughs> like, I did what you wanted, Chaim. And Chaim is, Chaim is a Jewish name, you know? I mean, it's more, it's oh, more anti-Semitic to change your name from Chaim to Chuck Lorre <laughs> than it is to point out someone's name is fucking Chaim. Embrace that shit, you Jew. I can say that. Trademark Jew. Um, but here's the thing about Charlie Sheen, dude. He's going, he's going with the flow and he's, he's adapting to change. And that motherfucker, he, let's put it this way. If you don't know where the puck is going, he certainly thinks he does. You know what I mean? (laughs) 
his his brain is different. He knows every everything. Yeah, no, he knows he's magic, all. man. And and in that in that same regard, uh, I think my brain is different because it's full of pot and X Men facts. And uh, and I have to be I have to I have to win as much as I possibly can too, Jesse. And I have to go with the flow. And I have to honestly, if we want to make it real and real cheesy, I have to go where I think the puck is going or where the pot is going. That's more an apt analogy yes. for me. Wherever like a I, giant bag of pot is, I have to be on my way there. Understood. Because if you're where the pot was, it's already smoked, and then that does no one any good. <laughs> Unless you want to hang out with stone people, and I don't, because they just talk and talk. And they're bald and Jewish. Um, now, man, I gotta go where the puck is going. And uh, it's a whole lot of fucking banter to get to a get to a point. Um, bagged and boarded is now uh, a different show. Welcome to the age of bagged and boarded version 3.0. Um, some things happened in the last week or so, and th- some things will be happening in the next few weeks that um, made me realize that uh, for for bagged and boarded to survive how I want it to, it's got to fucking adapt. It's got to adapt, and it's got to, you know what I mean? It's it's got to adapt, like any any good thing. Always. You you always you can't, you know, like when you left the show, that we could have ended it right there when you moved to Alabama, you know. But we tried right. the Skype thing, and it worked, dude. That was, you know what I mean? So so I I like to think that um, like I love this fucking show, dude. And it's in my mind, if I if I had my druthers, if you will, it would never go away. So, uh, in the hopes of that, I'm 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 shifting things up a little bit to to kind of fit where I think things. Need to be. Um, first and firm, foremost, uh, Brendo Man, uh, you know him. Yes. From the, I do. The, well. mi- the Minute Guy. Yeah, I remember that. The guy from the Brendo Man Minute. Uh, I mean, that's all you would know because let's, you don't listen to fucking episodes <laughs> you're not on, do you? Like, you could, have you even heard the MC Chris theme song yet? Yes, I did listen to the theme song. And I, I, no, cause I listened to the, uh, the Stan Lee. Oh, okay, okay. Red Hunt. Well, so you know, the first so only the big celebrities <laughs> fucking pull Jesse in or whatever. He's too busy. I, I meant to listen to the one with your dad, and I just never got around to it. Red Hunt, it still exists. Although it's, I w- it's not like they. Take I would figure off. your dad is a celebrity. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I will one day. No. So so Brendo Brendo man Brendan Creasy, who we all know and love, started on this show. Uh, he was the first person to ever hear this podcast. We were on our way to Disneyland. Me and you had just done the first episode, and we listened fucking lady in the tramp style like one earbud in each other's ears <laughs> and i was like he's laughing um so that was, so that was our first listener and from that um brendo got a segment on the show called the brendo man minute where he got to talk about whatever he wanted every week for about three minutes and then once uh smodcastle happened and the show went live you came down for the first live show graciously yep uh we did uh you know we did, it was who's it was fucking me you brendo and muse at one point right Yes. Oh, that's what that it was. was Brendo show. interviewed Jason for his minute. <laughs> oh, was that it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's now right. I remember. Yeah. But uh, so, so the live show started, and me and Jesse, in all honesty, me and Jesse were gonna do the show live every week with him in Alabama and me in California. And how, there was my concept for that. Fucking Tron or some shit. <laughs> A lot of lasers. No, we were gonna um, we were gonna Skype in the show like we're doing right now, and I was gonna project Jesse up on a piece of cardboard that i sat next to me on the smart castle stage and like in theory if your computer wasn't laggy at the time and there weren't tech issues and so was smart castle's internet in retrospect it worked dude like you it were could have worked. you were yeah. a fucking hologram co-host like you were life-sized i i made i projected it out good and shit but we got really frustrated and and, and uh it was, <laughs> it was a rough few fucking hours i think some harsh words were exchanged <laughs> 
And, uh, and you, but it was in the heat of the moment. It was in the heat it of was, the moment. But then we calmed down, and then you were like, dude, I can't fucking, I can't do it. Like, I can't commit to this. And then I was like, at one point, I was holding you on a cell phone up to the other microphone, and it was like, what are we fucking doing here? <laughs> I might as well get, like, a Jesse doll. <laughs> and like, what do you think about that, Jesse? Man, I love it. You know what I mean? Just really racist all the time. No, man. So that didn't work out, and I was like, look, I, I got a show on the calendar next week. What the fuck am I going to do? And I was like, oh. Brendo. Brendo, man, stepped in uh, awesomely as the co-host of Bagna Boarded. And for uh, the entire, you know, Smot Castle run up till now, I think we're at like, we've done like 25 episodes or something together, me and Brendo. It's been fantastic. And the show evolved to another thing where it became a- an interview show, where, where Bagna Boarded really became about me getting to sit down and chat with really cool celebrity guests and people that inspired me and, you know, people I want to have sex with. Because she don't listen to this show. Let's admit it. Wow. That was awesome. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> she's, a, she's a lovely gal. I'm talking about uh, Mike McMillan. I know who you're Mike, talking about. Mike McMillan. Oh, yeah. She's, okay, a, sure. she's a cutie. Um, <laughs> sorry, Mike. Uh, I'm just trying to cover my ass here. Um, <laughs> no, but the show, got, it, the show changed again. It went from me and you bullshitting in my apartment to me and you bullshitting halfway across the country from each other to me and Brendo bullshitting on a stage to me and Brendo and a celebrity guest bullshitting. And now it's going to the next step. Brendo uh, is the busiest man I know outside of Keenan Ivory Wayne's Jamaican, Damon Wayne's Jamaican character <laughs> on In Living Color. You know the guy who's like the airplane guy and he's selling peanuts and he's I also, don't. I, yeah, but I don't recall the name. I, I'm Jamaican guy? I don't think he had a name. I'm sure he had a name. I'm going to go with the racist option and be like, Jamaican guy. But regardless, uh, Brendo is a busy, busy man. Okay. So, so... Brendo these days, uh, not only f- does he, uh, organize a weekly D&D game with the Black Box crew, he, and not only does he, um, work a nine to five fucking job, which a lot of people don't even know, like Brendo works, uh, like a normal, you know, like an office job, nine to five, a stressful one at that. Uh, he's got popsicles with Derek now. Like most people. Yeah, like, 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 like the normies. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, no, but, 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 He's got a normal, like everybody yeah, exactly. He's got a normal nine to five. Now, I, excuse me. He's got another podcast with Derek Armijo now called Popsicles, which I started with Derek and, and I spun off to them because I think I was like, dude, I, I, here's me talking about pop culture. I was like, WikiLeaks, huh? And everyone was like, yeah, that doesn't really count. And I was like, all right, I'm out. I got, I got, <laughs> I got nothing. So Brendo stepped in and in the show, if you guys have, if anyone hasn't heard it yet, check out Popsicles, go to uh, Popsicles podcast dot com or check it out on iTunes. It's hilarious. They talk about like nine oh two one oh and people I've never heard of, but it's it's really, really funny. Brendo made Ecto Cooler. They had Brian Lynch on. Like it's a good show. So if you haven't heard it, check it out. But because Brendo is so busy with that stuff, he uh wisely so has decided to uh step down from Bagdon Border for the time being. Um so So I, what does that mean for you? Uh oh Jesse <laughs> forget what it means. Trying. Forget what it means for me. I'll tell you what it means for the audience. A whole lot of Matt Cohen. No, uh, it means it means this. <laughs> it means this. It means the show has to fucking adapt. You know what I mean? I don't have a co-host anymore, and I realize something. I I don't know that I necessarily want a co-host anymore. And let me try to explain and clarify before we go further. The show started off as a way for me and Jesse over here just to, and I'm talking to the audience now, Jesse. You can just kind of fucking. Yeah, but you were kind of pointing at me, like they can yeah, see. Yeah, I said your name. This I'm, is Jesse. I'm gonna point every time I say your name, just so you remember. Um, oh, okay. 
No, the show was about me and Jesse. The dude, we were like, me and Jesse were interning at a production fucking company, and and we were just talking bullshit about movies and casting all day, and do like stupid dumb shit. And one day we realized, like, hey, why don't we try this on a podcast? So we did. And at first, it like, I didn't think it would fucking get five viewers. Let a, listen, any viewers actually. Yeah. If we have five <laughs> viewers now, I'm astonished. <laughs> Uh, but I didn't think you would have any listeners, let alone what we have now, or grow to the Smodcast Network, or Fred, or any of that stuff. You know what I mean? It just started as a way for me and Jesse to bullshit about what we liked every week. Like it was, it was, it was the same thing we did anyway, except we fucking stuck a microphone there. That was bagged. That is bagged and boarded. That way, we felt a little more productive. Well, yes, dude. This was you're one, but you're one hundred percent right. Bagged and boarded started as a lazy way of being productive. It was just sticking a mic. It was just capturing something we were doing anyway we we were tr- it's turning conversation into work somehow you know what i mean but but and yeah. it, and we didn't think it would work or i don't know what we thought but it did fucking work man and people people seemed to dig it so not only okay once you moved to alabama i didn't think the show would continue i was like how do we do this you know what i mean but it did it did for a while man and it was fun and it was different and and it became a different kind of show it, and more from kind of comic book talked and geek talk to what I call version 2.0 which was more of like kind of the Matt and Jesse show we talked about our lives we talked about you know and obviously we're still fucking geeks so it was always informed by that and colored by that but it became more about like two dudes fucking journey in this world if you will not together you assholes That was a delayed pause a laugh ah you, you had to think about it for a second yeah yeah no 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 um no, but it became about two dudes' journeys in the world, and and from that, the show became this kind of really cool interview show, and, like, the only reason that happened was because I did those few brief respite episodes with, like, Bobby Moynihan and, and, and Der- uh, yep. DC Pearson and uh, and People vs. George Lucas, and from that, I was like, all right, I guess I can kind of talk to people. I, could, I, I think what I do is different. I don't think it's a fucking interview. I don't ask stocked questions. I don't really do any research or take any notes. It would be like as if, if I'm meeting someone at a, a, a concert or, or I don't go to anything. So it would be like if I'm meeting someone at my apartment. Um, but you know what I mean? That's what I dig about the interview show is the fact that it was super casual and I got to fucking look like Alex Winter, Keith Coogan, Taylor Negron, Tim Sale, uh, Mike McMillan, Deborah Ann Wool. Uh, uh, I'm going to forget so many people because we've interviewed so many amazing people. Brandon Bird, May Victoria, Team Unicorn. Um... I, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Uh, I am definitely forgetting people, but that's okay because we've Michael Jai White, Stan Lee, Todd McFarlane, like it, it, my buddy Sean DePascal, who's a letterer. Dude, I've got a chance to fucking talk to some really, really cool people, and I don't want that to go away. That is that is more fun than I ever thought it would be, and I never thought I would get a chance to do that. That being said, this is the ramble episode. That being said, Continue. get used to me talking without stops, folks. I'm just, I'm just saying it now. <laughs> this is like fucking training wheels and shit. Or a bra, if you're a gal. We have some gal listeners, Jesse. Um, my, the, my thing is, while talking and interviewing with people is really, really cool and incredibly, um, what's the right word for it? Uh, uh, like fulfilling, you know what I mean? I miss just fucking bullshitting. Mm-hmm. I miss just like like sitting down and not having a subject, sitting down and just, you know, I haven't talked about Dr. Crazy Asian Man in like six months. 
<laughs> he only exists. He only got to live for like two weeks before we put him in the <laughs> shelf. You know what I mean? Like, I want to bring Dr. Crazy Asian Man back. Hello, Jesse. I've been waiting for you. You know what I mean? Like, that's a dude we could pull out of nowhere. There, that's the thing. I want to have... While I think the show is better than it's ever been and it's bigger than it's ever been, for me personally, it might not have been as fun as it's ever been. And and I'm a selfish motherfucker. And let's face it, this is the Matt Cohen show. So I'm going to make it fun again. And here's, here's how I propose to do that. We all know famous people are better than us in every way. And that's the reason we want to listen to this show. I also want to say, too, a lot of new listeners have only listened to the Smodcastle days and don't know Jesse and don't know the history of the show and are like, oh, shit, like the dude's... Why would the dude change it up now? It's, you know, to me, the show is a nebulous. Here's what I think I'm doing now. I'm combining the best of both eras of Bagged and Boarded. The best of just the me and Jesse bullshitting and the best of, you know, the Brendo interview errors. And here's how I'm doing it. We're still doing celebrity interviews, right? Like, this show is going to come out on Saturday, uh, first week of March. March 9th, Wednesday night, folks. You know, you'll be hearing this a week later or whenever... Come down to the Smodcastle at 8 o'clock. I will have the privilege of interviewing Mr. Aaron Douglas from Battlestar Galactica. Chief fucking Tyrone. Congratulations. How badass is that shit? Awesome. I've never watched Battlestar Galactica. Oh, just lie to them, at least. Yes, it's fantastic. Thank you, Jess. Um, No, but I'm interviewing fucking Aaron Douglas, and I'm doing it by myself. You know what I mean? It's just going to be a one-on-one chat, and and I'm excited, and I'm a little bit nervous because it's the first time I've done it, but I think... I think it'll be fun, and I'm a huge BSG fan, or B-Star G, as Kevin says. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm sorry for putting... I didn't mean that to have a tone or anything, whatever. Uh, <laughs> no, man, I'm, I'm just super excited, so that's still happening. Like, I haven't... I, dude, you should... Like, I can't give away names. I, I've told you some of the guests I got lined up. They're fucking dope, yeah. right? Yes. Crazy dope. Like... Yes. It's insane that these people would slum it to talk with me. <laughs> so that's still going to be happening. Like, they're still on the schedule. Nothing about that is changing. Bagged and Border will still be performed live in front of an audience in Hollywood, you know, with a celebrity guest. And it's still going to be sponsored by Golden Apple Comics. And it's still going to be super cool. But here's what I'm thinking right now, folks. And here's the other great thing about, about winning and having tiger blood in you. Every day is a different day. If if what I'm saying right now doesn't work out exactly how I'm saying, I'm going to change it again. You know, we're going to keep custom tailoring this thing until it's a fucking finely tuned comedy machine. Look, basically, I'm putting it like this. I would do this show if there was no audience, no guests, no fucking network. I would busk with it. I would go out to, like, the Santa Monica Pier, put a hat down, hold a microphone, and, like, podcast for money and shit. Like, I would be all silent and someone come... <laughs> So, someone would come in and drop. Someone would come in and drop a quarter in my hat, and I'd be like, "What do you think about the Captain America casting?" I think Chris Evans look like, and then I would run out and like point to the hat again. You know what I mean? I would I would be a, the world first podcast busker, but that's, that's what I'm saying. So not only will this show continue, it will thrive. And other than celebrity interviews, I am introducing this concept. And folks, here's the other thing. Um, I want feedback. I want as much feedback as humanly possible, because. I also, Be careful what you wish for. No, no, no. I, I'll take nudes, too, if that's what you're implying. I'm a, I'm a lonely <laughs> guy. I went to Disneyland by myself yesterday. And, they had, and, like, the good thing about that is you get to ride the rides. They have, they have like, a single rider line, but they give you, like, a yellow card that says single yeah. rider, and it makes you look like a fucking scarlet letter or some shit. It was like, <laughs> I didn't fuck a married man. I just want to ride Indiana Jones. Um, uh, no, man. Whoa, whoa, I lost it. I lost it, man. How did I get to Disneyland? Well, 
Bring it back. You want a feedback? You want feedback? Oh, feedback. 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 I want feedback. Yeah. So because that's the thing. Oh, and here was my here was my stone realization the other night. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. See, it's good to have you around sometimes. Here was my stone realization the other night, and it's gonna sound super cheesy and super fucking dude who likes mushroomsy, but but so be it. When this show started off, I was a podcast listener purely. I was a fan of podcasts. I was a fucking, that's all I was to, yes. to anyone. And in the last three years, I've gotten the chance and the luck to, and, and the, and the fortune to kind of somehow become involved with the thing I love. You know what I mean? But along the way, like, I want to make this the people show from now on. I want to be like, I'm going to make this, this is the weirdest analogy in the world, but you know the movie Hellboy? Obviously. Yes. Yeah, you're familiar. Agent John Myers. The only reason he exists in that film is to give the audience a place into that world. It's an, a point of access, kind of. I want to be yes. that. I want to be that point of access to everyone from now on. If you're a Battlestar Galactica fan and I'm interviewing Aaron Douglas next week, I want you to feel like we're fucking interviewing Aaron Douglas. <laughs> like, like the geeks of the world kind of win. And I want questions. You know, if you got if you got a cool fucking tribute song or parody song, send it in. I want. You know, fan art, if, if you, you know, I'm gonna open up, um, Camel Toad Productions, I'm gonna open up a section of it to let, uh, listeners contribute whatever they want. They can blog, they can tumble, they can post video, there's gonna be a message board. I want, I wanna get everyone involved in this sort of thing because my ego is way too big to do this thing. If I try to do this all on my own, this will crash and burn so fucking quickly. <laughs> so I want Bagna Border to become a group effort, you know what I mean? So, so I started everyone, to, um, Anything, if you got comments, questions, pictures, you know, uh, fan art, uh, hater art, if it's just artwork of me with my head on like a fucking stake and shit, send that in. Uh, send in anything, parody songs, bagged and boarded at yahoo.com is the new address for everything. We're going to be using that every show, baggedandboarded.com. Send in all your stuff. And please send in your feedback about the new plan for B&B 3.0. That's the most important thing to me out of this whole episode. But... Here's the other cool thing that we haven't gotten to yet, sir. In making the podcast a team effort, I'm also going to literally make the podcast a team effort. What? Are you confused? Wait, what? Wait, what? Yes. Exactly. Please, elaborate. Batman. You know the dude? You know I, him. I'm, a I'm fond of the dude. You know yes. him. Batman teams up with the occasional motherfucker sometimes. Like, every once in a while, yeah. there's a brave in the bold. You know what I'm saying? Even Batman, the world's greatest detective, needs a little help on occasion. <laughs> and look, I'm pretty fucking awesome. I've got a great beard and stuff, but I'm no Batman. And I realized something. Like Batman, I happen to know the Justice League Unlimited, but not of, uh, instead of superheroes, of fucking funny people and of interesting people and of comedians and actors and comic book creators, and just friends. And I realized, like, holy shit, I'm missing an untapped fucking resource here. We could do a bagged and boarded Brave in the Bold. So, you know, like, look, Taylor Negron was a fantastic interview on the show. You know what? I wouldn't want to interview him again. If I ever had him back on the show, I would just want to bullshit with him for an hour about whatever came up. Yeah. Derek, you, Brendo, Malcolm... Jason Muse, Mike McMillan, Sean DePascal, like the list goes on and on and on of people I consider part of the bagged and boarded family. 
you're going to be meeting some new family members tonight, in fact, on this episode. Like, that's the thing. I know so many fucking funny people that it's a crime not to involve them. Dude, Jeremy Graham. Come on. Is that a no-brainer? That would be a fantastic show. Well, that's what I mean. You know, M- that, yeah, that would be a fantastic show. MC Chris. Dude, that's the, one I would listen to. The great thing about this is it takes, like, yes, I'm still going to do celebrity interviews, and I'm still going to book them like I normally did, and I'm still going to advertise and all that. But this takes the kind of the pressure off of having every show doesn't have to be a celebrity interview now. So here's my here's my vision for Bagged and Boarded 3.0. This week, me and you go up, right? This is our episode. Whatever episode this is, 93. I'll mm-hmm. call it Jesse's is a boner or whatever. Jesse Jesse got a boner. <laughs> Jesse got a boner. Um next week, Aaron Douglas goes up. You know, Battlestar Galactic episode. I'll call it, you know, uh Frack Frack Hole or some shit. I don't know. Week after that, I might sit down and do an episode with Jason Mewes. Why, why not? And you know, and that'll be a Brave and the Bold episode. It won't be live in front of an audience necessarily. It might be. Who knows? But it's just going to be a fun, no subject, no time frame, nothing, no, no interview things, nothing to plug, just fucking pure fun geek conversation. So I'm going to try to alternate one interview show where I sit down with a celebrity with one show where I want to, I'm kind of calling it bagged and boarded brave and the bold in my mind where it's, it's a team up show. It's me and one of, I understand one of the stable of bagged and boarded regulars. What do you think about that, dude? I, I, I like. I mean, I don't think you should make it concrete the way you have to do every other week. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, that's I what, like it because you can, well, you have different sort of conversations with different sorts. Like you'd have a, uh, an entirely different conversation with, with Muse than you would with me. It'd yeah, be most of it. Show. Yeah, and that way it keeps like things fresh. Nong and fucking na na nang na nang na nang and like Hadouk <laughs> and you don't ever say hadi 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 Like you rarely, if ever, say hadi 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 yukin. Whereas Muse, I can I can count on one of one or two or three of those in a, in a sentence. So those are the subtle differences. But yeah. Dude, oh they, shit! I hadn't thought about that in a while. But that's what I'm saying, dude. Oh, fucking shit. like Katie Morgan, like people who. People who I wouldn't necessarily think to interview because I kn- that's the difference between the interview and the Brave and the Bold shows. And these might be people I have interviewed, like like a Taylor Negron, dude. I think Taylor Negron. I know you haven't heard the episode, but you know you remember you know the dude. You worked with him. No, I know him. He's great. He is yeah. fucking incredible. I like. I can't wait to have Taylor. Yeah. Jeff Katz, man. Jeff Katz has been on twice now. I would bring that dude back all the time. He's the geek Tasmanian devil. That's like a, that's like a film, that's like a film school lesson every time Jeff Katz comes back on. And now because I've had them on the show before, Mike McMillan's been on twice already. I don't necessarily think an interview is the right thing. Now I feel like they're kind of part of the family and just have them back, dude. And I also want to mix and match. What if it's me and Mike McMillan and Taylor Negron or me and Malcolm and, you know, uh, Destiny, who we're all about, we're gonna meet in a little bit. Our new, our new field reporter, stuff like that. Like, it's really fucking cool that you gotta get the sense that every show could be whatever you want now. I don't have to, it doesn't have to be me and one dude talking to a person anymore. It doesn't, you know what I'm saying? It just, it frees the creativity up and everyone could have so much more sex with each other. Cause like, it'll, you know what I'm saying? I might have to fly back for that. But yeah, man. I mean, you realize I've listed mostly dudes, but. <laughs> we're, we're working on getting some chicks up into the mix. Um, our first, actually, our first, our first actual female bagged and boarded correspondent will be introduced to the world in a little bit, and I think you should all be excited. She, she, I, talk, I'm excited. She talked to Nas last night, but she was too stoned to record it, so we're gonna let her pass on that one. 
Get the fuck out of here. And uh, she got no. She's been getting, dude. She's already. Let's put it this way. Destiny uh, has been doing some road segments for me for the last few weeks. She's already got me a Joey Fatone interview where she talks to him only about the Backstreet <laughs> Boys. And she had Pauly Shore and Nas last night, but I heard it, and she's really, really stoned in it. So <laughs> she calls back and boarded Kevin Smith Castle Smodcast, Matt, <laughs> Matt Cohen. And I, she was like, what should I say, say to Nas? I was like, ask him whose world is it. And when he says it's his, ask him what he's going to do about renewable energy resources. That would have been funny. Come on. But that's the thing. We, She's got access to that world, yo. So we're tapping into all kinds of different shit. The show is going to be a fucking orgy of awesomeness, Jesse. What do you think about that? I, I, I love that. Now, do you... I might have to start listening. Well, that's what I mean. Well, that, I think I... I'm a... I don't want to be afraid of losing listeners because I've never courted listeners. I've never done anything to gain more listeners. The only time, the only reason I do this show is because it's my point of view. I want to have fun. We we know cool people. So if people are, tur- are turned off by this change in in format, let me know. I guess, but but t- tell me why. And I think I think if you give it a chance, I'll fucking wow you. Because look, a I'm a catch. My mom used to tell me that. She stopped a few years ago though. So I don't know if that means I'm not I'm not a catch anymore. Maybe because I'm bald now. Um, I got a Kermit the Fog iPhone case that I bought at Disneyland yesterday when I went wow. by myself. That's another reason to listen to this show. Um, I can name all 151 of the original Pokemon, including Mewtwo, which makes it 152, folks. You know that. Uh, I know really cool people, dude. We've got the support of the Smodcast Network. We got the support of Golden Apple. I mean. For a podcaster, I don't think I could be in a better place, and I'm I'm excited to kind of enter a new world with this thing, dude. You know, it really it really is a new world. Like this is the first, in my mind, this is the first episode of the new era of Bagnum Boarded right now. Like things will never be the same. Oh, I I agree, man. I, mean, I don't I don't see why anybody. I mean, unless somebody really really likes Brendo or really really likes me or something like that, I don't see why they wouldn't. What do you want- mean somebody? What of all? What about all of America? Fucking Brendo is a sweetheart. Oh, yeah, but I'm just saying, I, I don't think they would mind. I mean, I'm sure Brendo would be on every now and then. Like, well, dude, but, Brendo, but Brendo's got, if you want your Brendo fix, you can check out Popsicles. And that's, I, exactly. I, I, I kind of see what you're saying, and I'll be the dick and say it. I, I made a joke like maybe 60 fucking episodes ago where I did a song called The Matt Cohen Show, or it was called Matt Cohen Forever. While the show has always been a, 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 a two-way incestual fucking mix of me and somebody else... The only through line has kind of been me, and through that, I yeah. I, I really feel like it's kind of become the, the purest expression of me. Like if that's that, you know, that's why sometimes I get upset with you, or I've gotten upset with Brendo in the past, and it's because like this is my fucking life, pegged and boarded. I understand. You know, like this is everything I got for the fucking world, which is pretty sad. Let me tell you that. <laughs> like, if that was more is, than a lot of people. If this is all I got, man, oh, fucking turn that. I got a dog, I guess, and a Kermit the Frog, a Kermit the Frog iPhone case, so I'm doing okay. Okay. Things are all right, but nah, man, I just fucking, I feel like, you know, like like there were curveballs thrown at me, and I, and instead of fucking, I could have ducked or bunted, but I tried to fucking swing away, and I mean. It turned into like super Zack Snyder slow. I'm doing baseball analogies now. I'm all about sports tonight. <laughs> it turned in, the, the hit turned into like a Zack Snyder. No, you can't use the mic. We ha- you have to have the oh, mic yeah, through right. your mouth. You're right. Yeah. See, oh, oh, I'm turning into fucking. Uh, 
it would turn into a Zack Snyder slow-mo like Babe Ruth shot where like I hit the ball and it's taken like an hour to see if it get over the fucking field or not. Like I don't know if this is a home run yet. I don't know if this is a fucking foul ball or a whiff. But like I gotta I gotta swing away, fucking Casey. No, it's Merrill. Merrill? I'm talking about Casey Jones. I know I fucked that up. Who's Casey? Oh. <laughs> no, swing away Casey like Casey Jones, like that poem about the base Casey Casey at the bat. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what, exactly what I'm talking about, Jesse. But that's the thing, dude. Like, you, like, you want, I think I'm going to get to a point really soon where I know too many people to get up on this show. Like, I'm going <laughs> to, you know what I'm saying? Like, look at all the fucking cool people I just listed. That's like 10 different people. That just takes us, like, we're, we're already doing Bagged and Boarded in 2035 now. Like, you're not going to be on the show till we're 80 again with, at this rate. I, I doubt I'll do it. And I'm sure you're fine with that. <laughs> Now, dude, you wanna, you wanna, you'll be back in the mix now, though, right now. But that's the great thing about the Brave and the Bold. It opens it up that, like, if ever you felt like doing a show, boom, it's a team up, man. We gotta go fucking save Gotham from Stiltman. Am I right that's or cool. am I right? Yeah, man. Everyone hates Stiltman. Let's take him down. I don't hate Stiltman. You don't? No. Nah. Why? Why do you hate Stiltman? Because he's trivial. Well, then why, why waste the energy on hating him? But that's why I'm trying to take him down so I don't have to hate him anymore. Dude's consuming all my hate. I need to save my hatred for someone more powerful. Like, Crusher Creel. I'm not going A-list because I'm not an A-list hero, alright? Like, Crusher Creel. <laughs> or, or Mysterio. <coughs> Green Goblin is out of my league, dude. I, I understand. <laughs> um, so that's, that's pretty much fucking that. You know what I mean? Um, so that, those, here are the big changes. Look. One, Brendel Man quit. No, I'm kidding. Brendel, <laughs> Brendel, you just spent 40 minutes explaining this shit, and you're like, okay, let me start again. No, I'm summing up, man. I'm summing up for the people who have short attention spans. Oh, okay. I don't know. If, I don't know how they're still listening if they have short attention spans, but uh, 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 it's it's me now, man. It's 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 gonna be me on every episode. It's either gonna be a celebrity guest or it's gonna be one of the bagged and border brave and the bold, which means a buddy or a past guest or someone I think is fun and cool. And we're gonna do the show live, or you know, or we're like I'm no, it's na- dude. Why don't what? I'm, I I didn't mean to cut you off, and you you may not like this. I you might even want to go back and edit it, but I I just you know. I'm just oh, spitballing here. Tell me that. I'm definitely oh. going to want to go back and edit it, but tell me already. Go for <laughs> it. Share. Why don't you do another contest? Why don't Why don't you have people like send you like audition tapes no, or like was, an SNL audition tape? Jesse, you and you pick somebody to do the show with. There's a reason we don't hate each other all the time. Uh, I was actually going to bring that up, man. <laughs> no, I was actually going to bring that up. There's a few contests going. That's the thing. I want I want to get everyone super involved. It's like, dude, I. If you listen to bag, if you're a bag and border listener, a thank you. B, I'll probably have sex with you. Please be a chick, or let it be really dark out. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like, I, I'm I'm incredibly incredibly grateful, and I I could never thank you enough. And my small way of thanking you is to try to get you guys up in the mix a little bit. You know, like we got some diehard fucking bagged and boarded listeners, man, and and it's time to reward them a little bit, other than just with how great I am at all times. And my beard, which is fucking, you see the beard came back? I'm so happy about that. Um, so, so here's what we're gonna do, man. We're gonna open I don't up. think I've seen you when it was gone. I, sh- I accidentally shaved it to the old goatee again. Yeah, how would you uh. see me? Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, 
it, it was gone for a while. Uh, so here's what I'm going to do, man. We're going to open up. We're going to open up uh, baggedborder.com. I'm going to open up cameltoadproductions.com. I'm going to allow for uh, submissions. You folks head there now. There's a message board already up at cameltoadproductions.com. It's got the Smod Squad forum. It's got a Jimmy Moore Society thing. I'll start a bagged and boarded forum. Um, I'm going to start the store up again. There's really cheap like T-shirts and posters and shit like that. I started a project where I was making a poster for every episode. I got about six in. I'm, yeah. I'm a con- <laughs> I love that. Oh, though, you're going to do yeah, that? Yeah, man. I got some time. Okay. Like, that's the thing. I, I want to get bagged and boarded as my fucking job. Uh, this year, I'm treating bagged and boarded like it's my career, whereas in the past, that's- I've treated it like a fun thing. Now, this is my main priority. I want to make this show. I'm curious how big this show can get, how good it can get. You know, this is an intangible right now. Things things are exciting for the first time in a long time in the sense that, like, I don't know what the future fucking holds for this show. It used to just hold me making gay jokes about Brendo because that became the equivalent of the black joke about you. Now I've got to find, like, a go-to joke about myself? What the fuck? <laughs> it's going to be tough. I'm going to have to do research and shit. I'm going to have to really interview. I'm going to have to interview myself, man. What do you think about that? Um... Nah, dude, it's it's gonna be fucking fun. It's gonna be fun and loosey goosey, and that's the thing. Yeah, we're gonna open up the websites. We're gonna start some new contests. So uh, here's I'll already start announce two contests right now. One, yo, I could I could do with I could do with a cartoon version of myself, like an animated version of myself. If anyone out there in the world is any kind of Flash animator or cartoonist, or anything like that, if you want to take, like, a couple minutes of either an old B&B with me and Jesse, or me and Brenda, or whatever, and animate that shit, we will plug your stuff, I will put it on the front page of my websites, uh, dude, I love cartoons, like, I, that's my, like, alright, I was this, gonna ask, did you just come up with that off the top of your yeah, head? Yeah, this might be revealing a little bit, <laughs> this might be revealing a little bit too much about myself, but I signed up for an online dating site, because I know a lot of people, like normal people who did on the same I've site. I've done that. Okay, right? And they were yeah. like, what is your goal in life? And I was like, to make every day like the tunnel scene at the end of Roger Rabbit. And I'm not lying. <laughs> Let the fucking pussy roll in. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, dude, I'm so fucking honest on this dating site. Like a bald picture. Like fucking, I was like, <laughs> I was like, take it or fucking leave it, yo. You know what I mean? But that's what's kind of cool about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, I want to make every day a cartoon, so let's make this show a cartoon. If anyone out there is an aspiring animator, do it up. Uh, send submissions to begged, begged and boarded at yahoo.com, and we'll check them out. Second contest. Jesse, you nailed it, dude. Some of you might be funny fuckers. I don't know. I don't know you. You don't talk to me that often. I don't know why you do Funnier don't. than me, anyway. Yeah, I mean, chances are you're probably funnier <laughs> than Jesse. I'm going to go out on a limb there. Uh... Send in a, f- uh, how about a, a three minute audition of yourself to co-host on an episode of Bagged and Border Brave and the Bold. Hopefully you're in the Los Angeles, let's make it only Los Angeles area actually. Cause we should do it in person. Cause it'll be tough with the Skyping and other people in real life. So if you're a Los Angeles area listener of Bagged and Boarded, you think you got what it, you think you got what it takes to make the cut. And let me say, it don't take much cause it's, it's my fucking show. So <laughs> it takes a microphone and a computer. Literally what it takes. And a, and a voice. Uh, send in, send in some three minute submissions to bagdenboarder.com, subject them whatever you want. And, and maybe, uh, in the near future, we're gonna, we're gonna, we'll announce a winner, dude. Give me like a, let's, let's leave the contest open for a month. So, uh, April, we'll close the contest. How about that? On the 100th episode of Bagden Border, which is soon approaching, 
Yeah. We we will announce the winner. I will. I gotta stop saying we. Yeah. Get used to. What if I pretend I got a symbiote living in me and shit? <laughs> well, then continue. Speaking of, and I know we touched on it and, and on the lost episode, which was really we mean me and Jesse recorded an episode last week that didn't work out so much. But on Did that, you ep- put that up. No, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. It didn't work. Yeah, out. you could. Um, <laughs> but on that episode, I talked about my new Tumblr page. Uh, cameltoad.tumblr.com where I, I do three segments every day letters to my fake wife little kids crying and me and my supervillain words emails to supervillains and you, you I wrote one you would have loved dude it was I wrote an email to I've Eddie. seen a few of them Did they're you, actually pretty you funny you see my Eddie Brock one trying to return the symbiote suit that I bought I bought on eBay yes yes yeah. I did there, well, there was one I, f- I thought was I think it was one of the kids crying. No, it was one of the the wives' letters. Which I one? can't remember what it was, but my buddy at seven, I, I, I my, with my buddy at Seven Eleven. No, there there have been. It, it, was, it was it was a few days ago. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting I, all right. I'm getting shit. all right. Huh? <laughs> so let's check out cameltoe.tumblr.com. We're gonna open that up. But that's what I was saying. You just reminded me because of the Venom thing, dude. Because I said we instead of I, that was the thing. I wrote the entire Venom blog post. With I as the pronoun, then I was like, hmm, I wonder yeah. <laughs> if I switch that up to we and our. It made it so much fucking cooler. So I um, will announce the winner of the contest on Bagged and Border 100. Uh, and then hopefully on episode 101, you know, maybe we'll, we'll bring that cat in or, or we'll figure out a schedule, scheduling thing. But yeah, so send in submissions, send in your artwork, send in your, send in your pictures. Send in your parody songs if you play the ukulele. Send it in. Um, bagged and boarded at yahoo.com. Uh, what else is going on? Let's, 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 so that's it. Dude, that's basically the fucking master plan. I, dude, I, I, I have your support. I think it's one of the smartest ideas you've had in a while. What was, dude, the, I, what was the last smartest idea I had before this? Putting me on the show. That was a long time ago, my friend. <laughs> uh oh. I've done a lot of shit since then. I'm worried about my choices in life now. <laughs> nah, you, I do. It's, you know, bagged and boarded is dead. Long live bagged and boarded. I like that. Dude, if that's not a winning statement, I haven't ever heard one. <laughs> Total fucking tiger blood, Jesse. And also, I'm trying so desperately to get fucking Sheen on the show. <laughs> Here's my problem with that, though. Like, you know how people get, get on Piers Morgan back for not being objective? I feel like I would be so charmed by the dude that I would get integrated into the wedge and I would have to leave my life. That that really would be a fantastic interview. Have you seen the other chick other than Bree? I don't know that I want to be in that yeah. way. I don't know that I want to be in that fucking wedge. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What is that? Uh, she she that bothered me. What? Right there. Did she have a pimple? Uh, she had something on her forehead. She just her teeth she looked like she was done a lot of meth in her days. She, she looked like she was 16. She was worn out, that chick. I mean, Bree don't look so much older either. No, but, dude, Bree is Bree. I mean, she's a very attractive chick. If it weren't for the gallons of fucking semen inside <laughs> of her every day, I would be into that shit. But, like, I don't know, man. There there was a certain point where I was like, oh, shit, Bree Olsen's on Twitter. And I was like, fucking awesome. And then she was like, I'm so horny. I wish some dude would come fuck me, my cunt, and then spin on my face and piss in my mouth and leave. And I was like, that's awesome. And then it started happening every five yeah, minutes. Sunny Lane like, is like that, too. Not awesome anymore. Now kind of offensive, Bree. Like, have some, <laughs> have some respect for yourself. What would your mother think? 
Sonny Lane goes to the Bunny Ranch and tweets about it, saying people should come well, to the Casey, Bunny Ranch. Casey, Casey used to work there. Casey Jordan. He picked like all the fucking like he picked the he picked them. You know what I mean? Yeah. That shocked Wish me I... too, dude. Casey Jordan's only twenty two, and she was working at the Bunny Ranch like years ago. Yeah. So she must have been like nineteen at the Bunny Ranch. Speaking of porn, I like porn. You like porn? I do. I think some Quite of our bit. some of our listeners like porn. One of the brave and the bold, who you've heard before, Mr. Sean DePascal, who was on uh, the episode called Lucid Dreams with Mr. Mike McMillan, we, we kind of touched on it and we never got back to it. Before he became a fucking comic book letterer, he drove around porn stars for years. And I get like, calls like three times a week, like, hey, at a porn party, you want to come? And I was like, yes. Then he's like, it's at a club. Really? Then he's like, it's at a club. And I was like, ah. Oh. Why can't there be <laughs> porn parties at Qzar? What the fuck do you want? Disneyland, Qzar. Whole Foods, anywhere but a fucking nightclub or a bar, dude. Like I can't, I don't do well in those situations. But dude, just the fact that they call it a porn party, why well, would you not? Well, that's what I mean. That's bagged that's and, double P. Bagged and boarded is going to turn into a porn party, dude. Because Sean's like, yo, anytime I come through, I can bring fucking porn stars. So we're going to interview Sean and some porn stars. So like that's dude, the thing. Get Alexis. Every respective bagged and boarded brave and the bold member will have their strength. You know what I mean? Like Muse is good in talking about fucking hadi 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 you can. And, uh, <laughs> Malcolm is good in forcing dudes out of the closet. We saw it happen with Brendo. Taylor Negron is good at being incredible and offensive and like making me blush on the show. McMillan is one of the quickest wits in the world. Katie is fucking hilarious. Everyone's got their strength. Sean, his strength is he knows porn stars. That's, that's a pretty damn good strength. An awesome fucking superpower, ain't it? So that's it, man. Lots of cool fucking shit happening. Should we, should we, should we get into a little bit of fucking normal chatter before we leave everyone? Also, I want to say that we won't be leaving everyone because, uh, after, after I say goodbye to Jesse here, I will be introducing you to the first member of the B&B Brave and the Bold, Destiny, who's going to be our new field reporter every week, who's going to be interviewing celebrities, um, and completely botching every single interview, I'm sure, but in a good way, like on, <laughs> on purpose. You know what I mean? Encur- It'll be funny. Encouraged to. You know what I'm saying? Like she, yeah. Um, so you'll be meeting her. You'll be meeting her in a few minutes. But let, let's just, Jesse. I feel like it's been so long that people want to hear from you. They only heard from me from an hour. What? Give me, give me the top five things you going on in your life right now. But, well, see, that's that's what I was gonna say. My shit is nowhere near as interesting as 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 Hate your me. shit. Try me. I'll make it interesting. Go. I'll make whatever whatever you give me three facts, and this is how we'll end our segment. Give me three facts about your life right now, whatever they are. I will spin them into fucking Adventure Time gold. Tiger blood, dude. Tiger blood. I'm magic. Go hit me. Uh, I I, I deliver pizzas. You not only do you deliver pizzas, you are also delivering drugs on the sly, and you've got a Patrick Dempsey lover boy situation going on. You're like. A pizza man slash drug dealer slash gigolo, and you save babies from fires all in a day's work. Yeah, but that's not true. Shh, dude. <laughs> let me let me fucking gift you with this, man. Come on, I'll make you an international man of mystery. Fact number two. I I I I live in a one bedroom apartment. You live in a one bedroom apartment that is haunted by the sexiest ghosts in the world. There were there was a bikini supermodel team that died there in the sixties. So there's like eight naked bikini ghosts all the time, and the only issue is because they're from the sixties, they got a lot of bush, but you can deal with that. Like they're fun gals. They're bikini I'm, I'm, models, man. 
Can I have human women and ghost women at the same time? No. The ghost women get jealous. Oh, I'm probably going to die. <laughs> <laughs> there are literally people... Saying? There are people fucking, like, starving in the world. There's some dude right now, like... Yeah, I'm sure, like, this is going to go really dark for a second, but, like, we might have a listener who might be laying in a hospital bed right now with terminal cancer. And, you know, and... and He's just looking for any hope in the world, and and you know, and we're trying to brighten his day up. And then you're like, "What? I can't fuck pussy, man. Slit this shit now." No, and I well, yeah. I mean, I've always, I only have to fuck like, dude. Some people would be thrilled to fuck ghosts. I just want you to know you're offending some lonely I people am. out there. <laughs> but I mean, if I've got you know live, I've I've had live women over here, and and I I'm I'm living. I guess ghosts can't hurt you, huh? That's what I'm saying, dude. They can't hurt you, and you can't hurt them. It's non-committal. It's all fun, dude. It's like the fucking 70s or some shit. It's all a free love with a ghost. Oh, yeah. I always wanted to grow up in the 70s, so I'm cool now. See, now you got to fucking... I'm going to put, like, <laughs> put, like, disco You're going to start doing ball. seances while you have your dick in one hand? You're like, are, <laughs> are there any spirits in the room? Are they sexy? <laughs> Uh, oh, I could do so much with that, man. I'll save that for another episode. See, role-playing, it's coming back in. Oh, does Dr. Crazy Asian Man make an appearance? Maybe he leads the seance. And who's that at the door? What? It's Jimmy Moore here for the seance. Like, bagged and boarded his back. Um, fact number three. Hit me. Oh, I do need another. Uh, 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 <laughs> do you have uh, another interesting uh, fact I, about I, your I life? No. Are the only things about you right now? I'm not. I'm not. You, you, you deliver pizza and live. I'm writing again. What are you writing? Uh, a, a new screenplay. Should I give away the plot? Uh, no, I shouldn't give away. The no, plot. but here's what's interesting about that screenplay you're writing. <laughs> not the content. Go, Go ahead. <laughs> but, but what you're writing it on, what people don't know is, you killed a drifter. Because you're writing a horror film and you want to get like into, into the mindset. Like, you know, Romero used to like sit in a dark room, which I don't think is true, but it sounds good. And like, you know, uh, Stephen King used to write from like a haunted castle in, in Europe, which also isn't true, but it sounds good. You want to write a horror film. So to get into character, you murdered a drifter. You made vellum out of his skin, which is like an old kind of parchment they used to make from deers. And you're writing this screenplay. Deer. Deer. Excuse me. Thank you. See, you are a writer. <laughs> You're writing this new screenplay not only on Drifter skin, but using Drifter blood as ink. So it's the world's That's... most authentic horror screenplay. But how am I going to get people to read it? So you don't have a scanner? <laughs> what, you're afraid of getting blood in your scanner? You're the one who killed the Drifter, man. Like, I would think, I would think a little blood wouldn't scare you anymore. Well, he just kept chilling in my apartment complex, and he was bothering. <laughs> he just kept drifting. <laughs> <laughs> that was like I was watching cops the other day, and this the cop rolls up, and this fat dude's like, "Yeah, uh, I live like in that apartment over there." I was walking to my car, and this guy who lives up on the top floor—I guess he was sitting on his porch—and he saw me and screamed. <laughs> Go away, you you mental rapist! What? And then he pulled out a knife and chased him. Maybe it really happened. That's what I'm saying. So you, it was a similar. Maybe Charlie Sheen has been mentally raped. It was a similar thing with you. You were just like chilling on your stoop, smoking a noop or whatever you fucking call him. <laughs> a 
a noop. A noop. Uh, and, and you saw a drifter walk by and you're like, that guy would make an interesting screenplay. Literally. Ha 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 ha. Oh, I had to that. Completely forgot about the screenplay. You're fucked up. See? That shows how motivated you are, man. <laughs> well, Jesse, look, I don't know about you, but like, I didn't kill a drifter. I don't have sexy ghosts in my apartment, nor do, nor am I an international drug smuggler slash gigolo. So I think you have a more interesting life than you like to let on. Maybe I should take a. You've got look fancy at. wallpaper. Wallpaper. Right behind Wall- you. Oh uh, yeah, that you know, people before me. That's what I'm saying. So you live, you're living a good life, man. You, yeah, things ain't so bad for Jesse Rivers, okay? Okay. And we'll and we'll check so. we'll check in with you every once in a while just to make sure, dude. Tell me what the newest trends in pizza delivery are. What was the deal with that girl who wore the chicken hat and tagged you on Facebook? <laughs> that's a story in itself like oh oh the tales and fucking legends that can be weaved with our conversations dude <laughs> uh jesse thank you for thank you for joining me dude my pleasure it's my been pleasure. it's been far too long man it has um and 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 i, th- I thank you for your support dude like i i, I kind of consider this graduation day in a sense and i didn't want to be the only parent here because then our kid would grow up with fucking issues and become like a cutter well, I know I've kind of been a deadbeat dad for a while, but I don't, uh, I'll try to get I don't want bagged and boarded to feel like it has to cut to feel. I want it, I want it to feel loved. It's loved. You know what I mean? It is. That's what, so check in every once in a while with a fucker. I, I, I will. I've uh, tried. I mean, we've, we've done throwaway shows like four or five times. Two. One, <laughs> one, and one of them, one of them was a great show. It was last week and it was fucked up technically. The other show was a show where you got stoned. And talked about a Mean Streets theme park ride. No, then we did another one. We did another one where I was staying at my parents' house, and there was like a five-second delay, but we did like 30 minutes. Really? I just remember the one where you did, where you designed a theme park ride based on fucking uh, Taxi Driver. We did that on the first live show, though. We we, we redid it? (laughs) Oh, redid it, yeah. Oh, because it was so funny when we did it stoned in my apartment? (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, we're giving shit away. You mean some of this stuff is prepared? I'm not, oh, yeah. not going to lie. I'm going to start giving shit away. I wrote one joke in this episode. Out of everything I've said tonight, only one sentence out of my mouth was planned, but there was a planned sentence. Yeah, okay. that, that fucking busking thing with me on fucking podcasting for money. <laughs> okay. See what I mean? I cultivate good ideas, man. Me and Brendo didn't just accidentally rape Hitler that time, okay? Right, come on, I... I don't, I don't fall into this show. I but bon- you're giving I away bon- your podcasting it. secrets. Okay, none of that happens. I, I do this. It's, it's. No, I think most people think most shows are prepared or edited a little bit. You know what I mean? I, dude, I know we didn't prepare shit before. Most podcasters prepare a tiny, tiny bit. Now, dude, every once in a while, now if there's a funny line, I'll think of. I'll, I'll write it. I'll write down one line or one idea. But I'll never. I don't do segments or shit like that. Like I don't do research. And most of the lines have to do with raping Hitler anyway, so. <laughs> I can just kind of write, keep that. I should just write that on my hand. Hitler rape. Get a new tattoo. Yes, yes, go do that right now. Really? Alright, I will, I will do that yeah. after, after this next segment. Jesse, Jerome, Joe Bob Rivers, everyone. Thank you for joining me, dude. You, no problem. you are, and I'm gonna assign everyone a role. Ready? You're the first one. I'm Batman. Okay. It's a given. That's fucked up. Okay. You know, you know who you get to be, sir? This. Don't, don't, the, the Spectre. Uh, 
That's not bad. I can deal with That's that. That's what I yeah, need. I can, yeah. See, I'm not a dick. Okay. I'm not a dick. So this was the first team-up show, dude. It was Batman and the Spectre. Who were we fighting? Uh, I don't know. Toy Man. Ooh. No, no, no. That's weak for a first, for a first fucking issue. Toy Man? Oh, I'm sorry. Like, the Spectre is so fucking... No offense. <laughs> no offense to you as the Spectre. But, like, I was saying we start slow. We build our way up. I thought. Does, it, does it have to be DC? No, it could be anyone, dude. And what about Ultron? We fought Ultron and we kicked the fuck out of him. And I thank you for joining me here. Uh, and Jesse's going to go away for a minute. And I'm going to uh, time travel to the, the near and distant future in the year 2011 where Matt Cohen sat down with a young lady named Destiny to introduce her to the world of bagged and boarded, bagged and boarded, bagged and boarded. Thank you, Jesse. Peace. And what's going on, folks? This is Matt Cohen joining you from a distant and bright future, uh, a place where horses ride dogs, a place where uh, drugs are free and plentiful, a place where Charlie Sheen was elected president 20 years ago and will never leave office. Uh, tiger blood is now mandatory. The country is fucking winning. Uh, we're not bio-winning. We're like fucking quadruple winning at this point, all thanks to the grand tutelage of our glorious leader, uh, the machine. So, uh, first off, I just want to say, uh, happy Charlie Sheen, ch- happy Charlie Sheen day to all of you. Um, I hope you're all feeling very Sheen today. I hope you're all winning. I hope you're all Vatican warlock assassins. Um, since Charlie Sheen has taken over, let's just, let's just hit a few things about this bright future we're living in. Since the reign of Charlie Sheen, uh, Vatican warlock assassin, uh, that, that job is, is shut up. That's now the second most popular career to have. In, in the nation other than septic tank workers, which is, which also happened because of the Sheen thing, but, but incidentally and didn't have anything to do with it. Regardless, man, it's, it's a fucking, the future is so bright that Charlie ma- mandates that we all wear shades and they say fucking Sheen on them. It's dope. It's dope. It's a, it's a great place to be. And I'm joined here with someone special, man. I fucking, not only am I in the future, I, li- I like know a motherfucker here. How cool is that? Like, I'm not alone in the future. Like, I'm at Disneyland in the future. I'm not a single ride pass. I'm a, I'm a non-sing, I'm a normal human being ride pass. I don't know what they call that because I've only done the single ride pass because I don't have any friends. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a strong and hearty bagged and boarded welcome to our newest correspondent, Destiny. What's going on, Destiny? Hey, Matt, what's going on? How is, uh, how is the future? It's bright and cheery, apparently. <laughs> yeah, man, ah, oh, fucking Chaz is in power. Of course it's bright and Chaz, cheery. Chaz, What are your favorite things about, uh, a world run by Charlie Sheen? Because it's been a few years now, you know, I think, I think the changes are evident. What, what, what do you love about it? What do you hate about it? Everyone's got two girlfriends. Everybody. Everyone, I've got two girlfriends. Goddesses, I think, right? That's, yeah, goddesses. Not girlfriends, goddesses. Everybody else is a goddess. Yes. <laughs> everyone is, here's what makes you a goddess. Your ability to retain as much strange cum in a day. Do you not know about Brie Olson? I was... We talked about this earlier in the episode. Uh, Brie uh, is known for having sex with like 30 strangers a day off of Twitter and not wearing protection. And her thing is having people finish that, in, in her. So, yeah. That must be how she met Charlie. Yeah, well, that's what I, we said earlier in the episode. Out of every fucking crazy thing Charlie Sheen's done, putting his dick inside of Brie Olson might be the most dangerous. But you know what's great about this future? No more STDs. Charlie fucking cured them with his mind in a minute. I don't believe that. How do you know everybody just doesn't have an STD? Because now? Charlie was like, I you know what? STDs anymore. It's just like Charlie was like STDs. Fuck that. Boom. Cured them with my mind. He's magic and winning. You know what I mean? He can cure. And then he got his kids back. <laughs> yeah, man. His kids are fucking vice president and co vice president right now. At the ripe age of ten years old. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're really they're like pithy elder. 
Remember, you know that you know who that is? It was a British. It was a British prime minister in like the 1800s. He was like 14. Mm-hmm. Pitt the younger, excuse me. Like, uh, I got really historic. Like got historical on you. Yeah, like Tet and Common. Yeah. Look at you going for the full name too. You're like, I know that dude. No nicknames. <laughs> Fuck Tut. All right. <laughs> motherfuckers who motherfuckers who played poker with him called him Tut. I knew that dude well. It was Toot and Common. Charlie Sheen did make some um, some noticeable changes to Disneyland here in the future. Oh yeah, what happened? What what? Well, uh, the Honey Pot ride isn't. <laughs> it'll never be quite the same. Um, Explain. Don't just say something like that and not back it up. You have to. You have to. It's actually sticky. This is, all the seats are sticky. It's really weird. Like the chair at the Smod Castle. <laughs> yeah, like the chair at the Smod Castle. Like the uh, couch with no legs. What you don't know is so like, and I know what you're implying like something gross or or, or purient. No, you know what I mean? But no, that's that's fucking. You know what that sticking is? Honey. Duh. Honey and winning. Like when when you distill winning into a. Into it, yeah, exactly. There's tiger blood all over Indiana Jones. It's a combination of all three. Like that's it's just it's it's Charlie Sheen extract, and and it's fucking amazing. Uh, Destiny. Nah. Uh, here in the future, you have you. I don't know how. I don't know who you are or who you who you slept with or who you killed or what you have on over people, but you have access to some amazing, amazing guests. Uh, here in the future, I guess in the future, like it's a smaller world. Everyone moved to like one neighborhood, and you just hang out with a, a lot of really cool, amazing celebrities. But but you do right. You get you kind of you get to get hang out with some really fucking cool folks. Yeah, um, I get around. I guess I guess that's how I do it. That's how Chaz likes it in the future. <laughs> no man, um, like I like yeah on this show, like we pull fucking hey look, bagged and boarded is awesome. We pull great fucking geek guests and stuff like that. We got awesome comic book creators and actors and movie stars and stuff like that. You, however, are, 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 have access to people from a different world, it seems like, though. Like. Yeah, um, I You've hung out with some rappers in the last few days. You've hung out with, like, some fucking. I had the pleasure of hanging out with Nas the other night at, um, at my boss's. Did you ask him whose world it was? I didn't ask him whose world it was. He didn't. But he did tell me a funny story about Amy Winehouse. He says, uh, he says, so, so I was with Amy Winehouse and she goes, do you? Well, let's, let's stop real quick. This would, we would be hearing this if you didn't get a little too stoned, which we'll admit, right? Like, We're, this is supposed to be recorded, not as I interview. should have recorded it, but that's what happens when I get too stoned. I forget how to use things, like my, my super technological futuristic phone. It's really not even that hard to use. Like, everything's got a touch screen. I think that's a brilliant idea. It wasn't an a, entire show on mute. Yeah, yeah, and then just let people. It's like a choose your own adventure. Completely, completely out of the. Mind. It's like a choose your own. You know, like when people read a book and then like they cast someone in the movie and they're like, "Oh, I can never get that guy's image out of my broadcast. head." Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like just this podcast is whatever you want it to be. Maybe we just maybe we fucking chanted like wolves for an hour. Maybe we had sex. Maybe we talked about Eek the cat for twenty five minutes straight. Like. It could, it could have been anything. That's what that silence allows, folks. Just just imagine it. You know, it's it's a bright, glorious future. And uh, you want to talk about Disneyland more? Why? What? Why are you so up on Disneyland, man? Well, because I didn't get to go to Disneyland until I was eighteen. Really? So my very first time to Disneyland, I was eighteen, and I was on ecstasy with three of my best friends. And it just got too scary. There were so many people. I had to leave. The only ride we went on was It's a Small World, and then we walked through that, like, Star Wars type thing. Yeah, you picked possibly, like, all right. I'm trying to make a metaphor here. Like, if there if there were, like, three places, like, a Jew could travel in history, they'd be like, Auschwitz, um, the fucking Egyptians when they were slaves, and, like, 
I don't know, when Seinfeld got fucking canceled. You picked literally the single most horrific ride in the fucking world to ride on ecstasy. Like, I don't ride that ride sober because it fucking gives me a bad trip, let alone high. Like, every time, every few years, I'll be, like, all good intentioned and want to ride Small World, and I'll get on, and 30 seconds in, I'll be like, oh, my fucking God, I last for 18 minutes. I made a mistake. I made a huge, huge mistake. Um, it seemed like a great idea at the time. It did, but we're going to revisit that. Maybe not on ecstasy, you fucking, you, hey. Well, the next time I there's went. A, well, well, it doesn't matter, because there's only one drug now, and it's Charlie Sheen. There's no like, no. It's Charlie Sheen. Everybody carries it in vessels on exactly. their neck. Exactly in vessels, like, uh, little submarines. <laughs> little submarines. Little submarines. Uh, speaking of Disneyland, maybe maybe that's the thing. You're gonna you're coming onto the show as as a uh, the, our field reporter. You're gonna be doing segments from from out in the world, out about because that's the thing. I don't leave my apartment much. Everyone knows that. Uh, I just, it's I'm too it's too important. Like there's you know what I mean. God forbid. Because you have a dog. I have a dog, and I also have like the, the the code for the nuclear briefcase. So like, I need to be near that at all times. I can't just be lollygagging around. But you, on the other hand, are out and about. You you go out. You you your your Friday night is like fucking nine of my fucking Friday nights. <laughs> so like, you're gonna be you're gonna be ch- chat checking in with us every once in a while with some really cool kind of interviews and stuff like that, right? Yeah, from really random places, rooftops, basements. Uh... Just basically either either above buildings or below buildings. Just never in a building. Never inside. Never inside. Sometimes I'll broadcast from the top of a heat lamp. That's my from the favorite. top of a heat lamp. It's warmer up there. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and it gets it gets the guests, you, you know what I mean? You catch me in the Gnome-mobile. You might catch me. What's the Gnome-mobile? Is that from Gnomeo and Juliet? Well, like, I guess we'll just have to listen to find out. B-b-b-Benny and the Gnomes. Bum-bum-Benny. Sorry. And, uh... So so that's fucking so so we have we're actually next week we're gonna premiere your first segment. You had the chance to sit down. I don't know if you were sitting down, were you? I was actually I was sitting down. You were, I was like I, you were like I was dancing the whole <laughs> interview. That's how I interview. I, I just danced. Down. I was on my knees actually. Wow, that just interview got a lot better. You uh, spoke with Mr. Joey Fatone. Yeah, yeah, with Mr. Joey Fatone from Insync. Mr. Joey Fatone. <laughs> Sir Joey Fatone Absolutely. from Insync. Dame jo- Dame man. Joey Fatone. <laughs> Um, and, and, he's still around. I don't know what he's doing, but he's around. He was on an episode of Robot Chicken. I actually think that dude has a decent sense of humor about himself. I'm not, I'm not yeah, joking. Yeah. I think he knows. You know he actually I mean? caught me off guard during the interview. I he, probably shouldn't have smoked so much. Yeah, he kind of beats you. Like it, it's, you know what I mean? Like, I almost handed over my field reporter position to Mr. Joey. I would have loved it. I, if I was sitting here with Joey Fatone right now, we wouldn't be podcasting. We'd, we'd just be singing. We'd be naked and singing, like singing all our hits. I don't know the on the knees thing. Like I've been doing this for a while. You're the first person to, to I've heard about the on the knees interview <laughs> technique. So maybe I'll maybe I'll try that out. But um, Destiny, uh, very cool to meet you. I I fucking know you, but it's the audience just Do met you? you. I mean, I don't know. Now you're scaring me. I don't know what's up and down anymore, man. Um. Oh yeah. Oh uh. Okay. <laughs> Now, here's a completely off-the-cuff question that no one just asked me to ask you. Where are you from, Destiny? <laughs> Where am I from? Oh, I'm from Texas. Um, I grew up in Texas, in a, a <laughs> southeast Texas, Magnolia, Sugarland, and uh, on a ranch. Yep. How come everyone I wind up on with this show is from, like, the deep fucking south, man? Like, are there any other Jews out there in the world? No, because Hitler killed them all. It's fucked up, Destiny. See, it's Hitler calling me right now to apologize. <laughs> it's all right. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna take his call. We're we're a little upset. 
we're not in speaking we're not in speaking terms right now. Because <laughs> John Galliano would have really appreciated it. Did you see that shit? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. John Galliano's a douche, yours fucked. Uh it's kind of fucking awesome. Like is he I haven't I've only seen clips. Is he talking to he's a Jewish to a person? And there's a teenager that's like, yeah, he's talking to a Jewish person. He's like, You're all fucking. He goes, ugly. If Hitler was so right, your ugly. mother and your father would have been obliterated or whatever. <laughs> John fucking Galliano. Yeah, in like a restaurant wearing this weird hat, he's got to be hiding like a. He looked like Bib Fortuna or like Omidar Gaddafi or whatever the fuck it is. Like <laughs> Momadou Gaddafi. I don't watch yeah, news. Yeah, yours fucked like millions, million dollar Dior's company. Fucked. And maybe next time you'll uh, have a little chat with Mr. John Galliano. Isn't that right? Maybe they'll just sew his mouth shut. <laughs> How are you going to interview him then? Mm-hmm. On your knees. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Destiny, uh, you are a the second member of the Brave and the Bold here at Bagged and Boarded. Pick a superhero of your choosing to be associated with. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? All right. A, um, I don't believe that was her full name. I think it was just Carmen Sandiego. B, not really as much as a superhero, as much as like a math villain. Math detective. A history villain. She was a villain. Carmen San Diego was a bad guy. She was the one who she ran through time stealing stuff, and you had to stop her. No comment. Oh, uh oh, someone's got an affinity for Carmen San Diego. Ah, Destiny, Matt. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us here. We look forward to hearing from you and from the future in the very near future. Yep. That's how you're gonna really. That's how you're gonna end it. You're gonna go out, go out on a high note. <laughs> yep. You want to give me a little where in the world is Carmen San Diego? And that's a wrap. Thank you, Destiny. Uh, folks, that ain't it. Bagged and Boarded 3.0 is thriving. It is here, and, and we've got one more special surprise for you. You know him. You love him. He ain't on this show anymore, but he's on another show that might even be better. I mean, it's not. I'm just saying that to be nice, but you should listen to both. Like, I watch more than one TV show. You know what I mean? There's room for that shit. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, with a very special Brendo Man Minute to take us out... Please welcome back to the show, my ex co. I don't even know what you'd fucking call him. My 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 fucking cuddly Brendo Bear, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Brendo Crazy, Brendo Man. Hello, this is Brendan with the Brendo Man Minute, and um, yeah, look at me back here, right where it all started for me. Um, I just want to thank you guys for your support in uh, my decision to um ease back on the bagged and boarded front. Um. As I said, uh, and as Matt said, things are just getting a little too busy for me. And, um, you know, with uh, taking on popsicles, um, that has been great. And um, I encourage you all to listen to it. Um, but with two podcasts and a full-time job and all my other various endeavors, it just got to be a little too much. And um, I think Matt... Um, you know, Matt has a vision for the show and I think he will achieve it. And, um, you know, and I'll still be around in, 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 in some capacity and, and, uh, I am excited to see what happens with everything. And I just want to thank you guys for your, um, support and every, all the tweets and emails and everything. Um, it really has been, um, made me feel really cool and, uh, made me feel like, uh, you know, I'm just glad to know that people are actually listening and, um, you know, feels good. But, um, on to less, you know, on the lighter side of things, um, I don't know if you guys heard, but that, that Charlie Sheen guy, um, you know, I think he was in, he's in that movie, The Outsiders. 
yeah, well, he went batshit crazy, and, uh, you know, um, somebody even asked me on Twitter, they asked me if I thought he could beat Chuck Norris in a fight, you know, because he's got his tiger blood and warlock skills and whatnot, and, um, you know, I really don't know, I mean, if he's really serious about this tiger blood and warlock thing and flaming fist, then maybe, but, you know, he'd have to put his money where his mouth is to go up against Chuck, so that'd be something I'd want to see. Um, so yeah, if you want to hear more, um, stuff about Ch- Charlie Sheen, Chuck versus Chuck, yeah, um, if you wanted to see, hear more about that, you can tune in to, uh, Popsicles, that's, uh, popsiclespodcast.com, P-O-P-S-I-C-K-L-E-S, podcast.com, and that's me, um, Derek Armijo, of also a bagged and boarded fame, and myself, and, um, yeah, you can check that out, and you can always hit me up on Twitter at Brendoman, or for all your, everything, it's at brendoman.com. Yeah, I'm a whore. Alright, well, back to you, Matt. Back to you, Matt, indeed. Thank you, Brendo. Uh, charming, as always. And folks, again, you can hear Brendo every week on Popsicles with Derek Armillo. Check out popsiclespodcast.com. Follow him on Twitter and Facebook and go to their houses and, you know, stalk them and shit. Body parts, like, you make a hair doll. Brendo loves that shit. So thank you, Brendo. Folks, well, that, that's about it. I'm, I'm, I'm back by my lonesome now. It, 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 it literally is back to Matt for the first time. Ever, I think, and, uh, I'm fairly comfortable with it. You know, my dog is here, so I'm not all alone. I got a bunch of comic books. Axe Cop. I don't know what the fuck Axe Cop is, folks. It has nothing to do with me rebooting the show, but it's a new Dark Horse comic written by a six-year-old. That's more important than Bagged and Boarded. I go buy that now. Um, that's it, folks. Bagged and Boarded version 3.0. The big reboot is upon us. You guys now know, uh, the plan. Uh, we should all be on the same page, I hope. Synchronized watches and all that kind of shit. So much fun stuff happening. So many cool things happening. You know, it's just gonna be a lot looser, a lot more fun. Um, uh, it, it, the world, the future is bright, folks. You know what I mean? I know I say that a lot. And we've talked about Charlie Sheen a lot in this episode. And I just wanna say, if Charlie Sheen wants to do this show, please, please, please. Yeah, like, I will reach, I will fucking change the name to Sheened and fucking Winning or whatever, but that has nothing to do with the future of this show. I might, if Charlie Sheen wants to be my co-host in a heartbeat. Oh, that would be dope. (laughs) See, I really do need Muddy. You want to talk? Because when I have no one to bounce off of, it's just Charlie Sheen. I'll make a Skeet Ulrich reference every once in a while. You know what I'm good for. Folks, Bagged and Mortar 3.0 is upon us. You can check out all the excitement every week at smodcast.com. Check us out on iTunes. Uh, baggedboarded.com is kind of a little hub I got going with some more in-depth information about every show. Cameltoadproductions.com, as always, is my homepage. Check me out on there. I got a Tumblr now. Cameltoad.tumblr.com. Check it out every day for three updates. Uh, letters to my fake wife, little kids crying, and me and my supervillain. We got a new mailbag. That's a big thing. Folks, we want feedback. You guys, you are, you know what the deal is now. Let me hear what you think, you know. Um, bagged and boarded at yahoo.com. Send uh, your comments. Send your videos. Send anything you want. Also, we got the art, uh, the animation contest starting up. And, of course, the B&B co-host contest, which we'll announce on episode 100. So send in your submissions. Uh, you can check me out every 
day. I was going to say every week, but it's more like every five minutes on Twitter at CamelToad and Smodcastle. Folks, check out Smodcastle.com. Um, and just honestly, uh, fucking thank you. Thank you for still being here. You know what I mean? Uh, it would be awkward if I was still continuing this conversation without any listeners. And, and I really, I, I feel blessed and honored that you folks, um, deem it worthy to spend, uh, an hour or so with me and my buddies every week. And we hope, I hope to keep, uh, keep on keeping on. You know what I mean? If you dug the show before, I still dug it, dig it or something. I don't know. I'm tired. I, I've seen some crazy, I've seen some shit that eyes can't unsee today. And we'll get into that in a future episode, but like my brain is somewhere awesome and otherworldly right now. Uh, maybe I'll tweet about it. Regardless, Bagged and Boarded 3.0, it's here. It's live every week. It's brought to you by Golden Apple Comics and GoldenAppleComics.com by Purple Tree Clothing. Uh, we're gonna be taking it on the road with Wizard very soon, folks. Miami got postponed, but we are not throwing in the towel. Oh no, we've got big, big stuff planned. And by we, I mean I, because I keep forgetting it's my show now. Um, guys. <sighs> You've been kind enough to drive along with me for this long. You know what I mean? All I'm going to say is this. Stick out, stick it out. Stick out the ride, you know? See what happens because there isn't a uh, rest station for miles and I have a dope CD collection. Do you like Boz Skaggs? Who the fuck doesn't? Guys, I'm Matt Cohen. I thank you so much for joining me. Join us next week, March 9th, live. We'll have Mr. Aaron Douglas from Battlestar Galactica. The episode will be going up on Saturday. Tons of cool guests in the near future. Lots more bagged and boarded Brave and the Bold appearances stopping by. It is all happening right here. And by right here, I am pointing to my pants because I have an erection. Because I'm excited. And when I get excited, I get erections. Excuse me. Fucking purians. You know, all I'm saying is this. We live in a Charlie Sheen world now, right? If I want to get an erection and be proud of it because of a podcast, so fucking be it. Ladies and gentlemen... The future is now. I'm Matt Cohen. It's been bagged and boarded. It's been real. What? Bagged and boarded. Live. Find more funny shit like this at Smodcast.com. Hi, I'm Kevin Smith. I'm Jen Schwalbach. And here's what's happening every day at Smodcast.com. On Sunday, it's me and Scott Mosier doing the original Smodcast. On Mondays, it's Hollywood Babylon with Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman. On Tuesdays, it's Blowhard with Malcolm Ingram. Also on Tuesday, my personal favorite, Plus One. That's the one where you and I talk. That is. And you get naked. <laughs> on Wednesdays, it's me and Jason Muse doing Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. On Thursdays, it's Puck Nuts with Walt Flanagan, Ming Chen, and Brian Johnson. And don't forget Sunday Jeff. And then on Friday, they lose Sunday Jeff, and it's just Walt Flanagan, Brian Johnson, and Brian Quinn, and sometimes Ming Chen taking some abuse on Tell em Steve Dave. On Saturdays, it's Red State of the Union. Highlands, a peephole history. One of the shows iTunes chose one of the best podcasts of 2010. Smarriage at Smodcastle, one of my favorites. That's where I actually become Rev Kev and marry motherfuckers. We sit down, interview them, find out about their entire lives at the end of it. They're literally married.
and all of it's free. Don't cost you a dime. Seven days a week, we bring you the free funny. Nice. You sound like a pitch person there, man. What else can you sell me? Show me a little boob. I'll buy. (sighs) Smartguest.com.